At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio.
to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host, Alexi Wasser, and the intro song that you just heard, I mean, what a beautiful song. Can we all agree that that might just be the most beautiful song in the entire world? I know! Anyway, let me cut my bullshit aside. The name of that song is called Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings by an artist, if that's what people call themselves who make music nowadays, if they still call themselves artists. I think they should, especially this guy. Anyway, by an artist named Father John Misty. His real name is Josh Tillman, and he will be joining us very shortly. And you can hear all of the shit that I'm saying right now. So just, you know, I hope you're okay with all this, Josh. I mean, Father John Misty. Anyway, what is Boy Crazy Radio, you ask? Oh, my God, you guys, thank you so much for even uh, wanting to know. All right, Boy Crazy Radio is my website, which is called I'mBoyCrazy.com, come to life in radio form, even though Technically, okay, yes, this is a podcast. How dare you? Okay, podcasts are the way of the future, I'll have you know. And uh, let me just call it a radio show, though, because it makes me feel better about myself. And it makes me feel like uh, I've got a lot of cool stuff going on. It makes me feel fancy. Anyway, this is basically Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show. So think of this as, like, the new cooler love line. But instead of Dr. Drew, you get me, all right? I'm like the cool big sister that you never even knew that you wanted, and maybe, just maybe, the big sister you jerk off to. All right, tonight is a very special episode of Boy Crazy Radio, because not only did I bump uh, a band called Here We Go Magic from being on my show, they can get fucked. You know why? Because I've got bigger, more important people to talk to on my show tonight, and that more important person is the artist I just mentioned, the song that we just heard, Father John Misty, a.k.a. Josh Tillman. Are you there? Welcome to Dude Talk. Welcome to Dude Talk, motherfucker. Alexia, I want to welcome you to the show. Uh, We've got quite a few male callers uh, who would like for you to unravel the mystery that is femininity. Uh, But let's begin. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. So, I'm okay. Enraptured yeah. with your I'm enraptured with your intro. Are you That I got to tell you, man, that that you're uh you're trademarked like big jerking off to the big sister thing. That that um that must really fuck with people. Do you hear about that a lot? I don't. Nobody ever like, tells me about like like, stu- like stupid like stupid people don't email you. It's just like, what on earth? No stupid tip, no no stupid people le- <laughs> listen to Boy Crazy Radio. It just doesn't happen. It's only smart, beautiful people here. So I hope you're okay That's with that. Great, because it's really fun. It because it's really fucking absurd, and I'm it warms my heart that uh, that people get it. That's funny. Well, okay, I want to ask you a few questions first because um, listen. Okay. I know I'm not sure- Okay. Um, okay. John hearing, the, hearing the song at the beginning made me want wish I had recorded that song with a cell phone. Microphone. I think they hear it better. Everybody out, out there who's listening, it's 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 not it doesn't sound as fucked up as it did to us. Um no, I thought it actually sounded really cool. It was like it made it sound like some kind of German um like uh deconstructive art noise. Well, okay. So I'll try to get so fancy. Okay, we're dealing with like fifteen year old girls who are masturbating to the sound of your voice right now, so just take it down and ask me ask me questions, masturbator. Okay. Um well they're gonna call in and ask questions, but I, I I'm also a masturbator, okay. so I'll ask you some questions. Um, okay. 
Well, Josh and I have known each other for how long have we known each other for? Probably like a few, like two years. Like a year and a half. Okay. Maybe a year and a half. And uh, so we're friends, so this is really nice of him to come on to Boy Crazy Radio. Um, and I know you don't really want to talk about this, but this is something that we have to mention. You, up until recently, you were the drummer of Fleet Foxes, yes? Yeah. And um, yeah. what made you, and you've also had a solo project for a while called, that you just called Jay Tillman, and that's no longer, yeah. right? Right. Okay. So, so what, what's the fucking deal? Is that what you're asking me? What's the fucking deal? So what brought you to what? this? Why, why Father John Misty? And then where did that name come from? And then tell us about this right. album. Um, man, well, the album, I've, maybe maybe you and I have talked about this before, but the album kind of, it, it came out of this weird, um, like, mushroom van spirit journey novel writing um, misadventure that I took after I left Seattle. And, um, well, you know, that's an, that's, that's a loaded phrase. Um, I use them. Um, they're, they're useful. Um, and, um, yeah, let's all be adults here. Let's all be adults. Even if you're 15, 15 years old and masturbating, um, like uh and i just started writing a very different type of song um that was just kind of funnier and just felt more like um you know if you're a, a good singer kind of sings like they talk and i had just sort of never done that before and in, in, in some weird moment of clarity i just kind of realized that i didn't want to sing like an old wizard anymore i wanted to sing like a hot-blooded young man i oh you we when you were singing before, you sounded like I thought you sounded the same. Maybe I didn't listen to your Jay Tillman stuff enough. No, I kind of sound I kind of sound like a like a sad wizard. Hmm. That's really the only way I can describe it. But that's but that is only because I uh, you cannot ask someone who's made some you cannot get any kind of honest true perspective uh, on something uh, that someone's made from the person who made it. So disregard everything I'm saying here. But no, I just I, uh, I thought I thought I thought the name was cute. I thought Father John Misty was cute. I thought um, that it was just kind of arbitrary and kind of made me laugh. And um, it was it, yeah, it was really just kind of um, so, you know, as a creative person, there's a there's a there are a lot of like over the years there are a lot of crazy. You must know this like from being a writer and whatever like. You just get better and better at re- at removing the things that aren't that are that are clumsy or uh, ineffective or just are wrapped up in your vanity and narcissism and and whatever. And you you the more of that you lose, the more honest what you make is you know. Yeah. Um, and so right so yeah, so making a really making a really just this kind of bizarro record. For for me, but, which is how people will perceive it if they've heard anything else that I've done, uh, is uh, I don't know. It's just kind of my maybe I feel like in my life my first foray into like uh, putting my personality, putting putting my uh, speaking voice into my singing voice. You know? That's really funny you say that because I was talking to this singer, songwriter, musician dude not that long ago, and he said, you know, I have a tendency. 
because I like to sing just for fun or whatever, and I have a tendency to sing really high. And, like, I know I've sent you, like, I don't mean I smoke pot and I get high, but I mean, uh, I, like I said, remember, because I don't smoke pot, but I want to talk to you about that, too, because I just got a joint, and I'm not sure, like, I'm such a fucking oh. dork. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure if I should smoke it with you or by myself don't, or with my friends. Well, I'll tell you, just be careful. Don't overdose. Don't okay. overdose. Okay, well, don't O D. I don't want to have to plunge a syringe into your chest because you overdosed on marijuana. Okay, whatever. Anyway, okay. So I was talking to this. So I was talking to this singer-songwriter dude uh, who shall remain nameless, but he's totally cool and very important and special. Um, Is he hot? And, and totally hot. Totally fucking hot. Um, nice. But he was he was telling me because I have a tendency to sing really really super high. And remember how I sent you like. I sent you demos of me singing, like, the Growing Pains theme song, but, like, super, like, a little girl style. Yeah, that is still the first. There must be so many A's in that because it's still, like, the first song in my uh, iTunes music library. So anytime I open it up, I see that. And so I end up listening to it and, uh, like, uh, laughing. Laughing at you and with you. At me or with me? At me? At you and with you. <laughs> okay. So anyway, thank you. Uh, it's just a pleasure to be thought of. Anyway, but this guy was telling me, he was trying to give me like a, a voice lesson, and he said like, you know, I want you to sing the way you speak. And so that was the first time I ever heard that that's like a very important thing to do or, or that's a really great approach to sing yeah. like your voice sounds. So, I mean, the way you, same way you speak. So that's interesting that you bring that up too. In the same week when I'm learning that. Yeah. And that analogy kind of covers the ground of like lyrically too. Um, it's easy to over to over romanticize or not be, or just to be impressionistic lyrically. Um, and uh, I mean, you've you've hung out with me. I walk around saying uninformed, crazy bullshit uh, all day long, and uh, like that. I just wanted to put some of that into. I wanted that to be. I wanted to express that that aspect musically. But wait a minute, you like said you the, think this is like the ram the rambling hobo um, in me. In the canyon. In the canyon. I am. Um, I am in the canyon. You're the rambling hobo in the canyon. Okay, but wait, you're saying that that is going to yes. Okay. We're going to get to the phone calls because the point of tonight is we want to answer people's questions. And I'm sure people have questions for you and people, uh, you know, about dating and sex and love and just about you in general. But, yes. Uh, but just, just, just to make a point, um, so you say that this album is like the most honest version of you, even though the name of the album and the name, wait, the name of the project, Father John Missy, is completely arbitrary and it's ridiculous. So I don't get that. Well, yeah, think about it. You can make like a case, you know, someone can make an album can make like in my case can make seven albums or something under their name. And in that time, never like really say, never really address. I think it's fucking hilarious that I've made all these albums that while they're, they're, they're honest and they're very honest in a way. They're not particularly, they, they don't particularly reveal much about me as a person. They don't reveal anything about, um, about me, really. It just reveals a very tiny, tiny, insignificant, uh, you know, aspect. And, um, you know, but yeah. we, and we all, do, you know, to make, make it lar- a larger thing, we all do that all the time. We all create identities for ourselves. We all want to project the best, you know, this romanticized version of ourselves. We want people to 
take us as seriously as we take ourselves. And and that's all kind of vanity and it's all necessary, but uh, there's just something kind of funnier about being, uh, bearing the, the humanity aspects of of a person, which includes sex and like humor and death and all that good shit. What is Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings about? Well, that started when I went to my, you know, I I went to my uh, dad's dad's funeral like last summer or something, and I had missed every other grandparent funeral and it was kind of like the last straw. You know, I don't see my, I haven't seen my family much in 10 years and it was kind of this, uh, kind of this, uh, like I was summoned, you know, like by, from like Mount father, you know, and it was like, you are coming to this funeral. Uh, like, I don't care where you are, what you're doing, you're coming to this funeral. And so I went to this funeral and it was like, I mean, anybody can, that's been to one can relate to the fact that it just does a really pathetic job of commemorating a human, you know, somebody's life. Like it's, it's just kind of this weak. It's it's kind of a dead custom, and I, no one quite knows what they're getting out of it. And it's, I I just thought it's 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 sad to to commemorate uh, a life that way. Like, and it was a it's a beautiful sort of whatever all that shit. Like, but we can all agree that funerals are are just um it's a it's a dead body on a stage and you are like reconciling you know and that is like just traumatic for anyone that's known anyone and uh so then the next time i found myself at a cemetery was at a halloween party where you and i had just like i think you were mad at me like we had hung out a couple times or something but we just like had a fun like make-out session in a graveyard, and I thought, um, like, this is a better, this is what I would want my funeral to look like, is, like, two people, like, getting drunk and making out in a in a graveyard. Like, that's a better funeral. And that that's kind of what that, you know, basically what that all... whole thing's about. Um, are you single now? Um... Don't be gauche. I'm a lady. I'm not going to disclose. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to disclose the details of my intimate affairs. Good. Just making sure. I can't believe you told everybody we made out. You're totally ruining my game. I, do, I thought you were going to not say that. And by the way, we hadn't. We I think had it's fun. I think it's fun. What's wrong with making out? People should fucking make out on Halloween in graveyards. Everyone should do that. I command I command your I command your listeners to make out with someone in a graveyard multiple times over the course of their lives. That's my goal. I have a crush on someone and my goal is to make out with him or have sex with him in a graveyard. But I don't know if that'll ever happen. It says everything. That acts it's defying death. It's it's perfect. It's like a perfect image. Okay, so let's get, we're gonna we're gonna are you ready to help some fifteen year old or nineteen year old? Hell yes. Okay, Hell yes. Um, but I'm mostly just gonna try to be a good listener. Okay. You try to be that's what I've been trying to do while you've just been talking all about yourself this whole time. It's been exhausting. Hey, I've been trying so I have so much more to say about me and, and me and my company called Me Core. 
Ay, ay, ay. Oh, by the way, everybody, uh, just so you can so you can download Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings by Father John Misty, go to, what is it? It's subpop.com. Uh, yep. And you can also, the link is on my website, uh, imboycrazy.com, and it's the, the post. The and Alexi is in this video. So oh, yeah. Alexi is uh, this fucking um, heart and soul. Soul of the video. The star of the video is Aubrey Plaza. She's from uh, the movie Pretty People. And how dare you? Don't you? <laughs> the star I love you in that Aubrey. shit. You look you look amazing in that shit. You you killed it. I couldn't even tell it's me. I'm in like I'm like uh I'm in oh, Tinker. <laughs> I'm not gonna hear this shit. This is what happens when you have a tour de fair with a rock star. You, you get uh, you get reduced to a featured extra in his video. <laughs> yeah, that's, come on, that is such an important. You are such an important part of that. I mean, that video in that video, everyone, you know, it's like every everyone is playing me. That is like one big exploration of my subconscious. And you, you got. You know, like you put that's you're like an important part of that. I mean, that. that Strangle scene is the fucking masterstroke of that. Uh, the masterstroke, eh? No, I'm totally flattered. I'm just fucking with you. Um, oh my god, can you feel the sexual tension, everybody? I mean, it just might be between oh me and me. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, but how did you meet Aubrey Plaza, and how did she um, end up being part of the video? Uh, we met like one time a year, like a year and a half ago, at a at a Canadian Thanksgiving party. And um, just kind of occasionally kept in contact. And she asked me to do like a small, she got back in touch with me to ask me to do like a small kind of walk. They needed like a long hair or something for a movie she is in that's coming out. And uh, I, I couldn't do it, but I was like, well, but do you want to be in a music video for me? <laughs> so, and then she was into it. And that was that was the extent of it. Um, yes, it was fun being strangled by her, and also you can't see these scenes because they're on the cutting room floor, but there are moments when Aubrey was kissing me, so that was great. So in a way, like, I got to make out with Aubrey Plaza for your music video, so that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, she's, a, she, she's a, like, really amazing in that thing. It's, I, I can't, uh, yeah, it's crazy that she's, like, like her uh, emoting is insane. Anyway, anyway let's talk about sex. I know. I just go on and on about fucking Aubrey Plaza. Don't get me started. Oh, God. Okay, we're going to our first call. It's area code 815. Uh, area code 815, you're on with Alexi Wasser and Josh Tillman. Hi. Holy shit. Hi. Hello. 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 Now, everybody who's calling in, this goes for everybody. When you get on, uh, tell me your name, your age, where you're calling from, and then tell us what the problem is. Okay, my name is Grace. I'm 20, and I'm calling from Bloomington, Indiana. And um, I just wanted to get your guys' opinion. I have an older sister um, who lives in the same town as me. Um, she's two years older, and she just recently got out of this five-year relationship. The dude was a total D-bag, and he recently got arrested for a totally nonviolent crime. And um, so they broke up, and now she's kind of slipped into this depression. And I just 
I don't know really how to handle it. I don't know if I should be, like, really delicate with her or if I should just, like, knock some sense into her because she's still, like, tempted to go back to him. So I guess I'm just asking, like, if you were in that situation, how would you want somebody to help you? Well, Josh, you you, you take this first. Okay. Well, everybody needs, like, some of everything, kind of, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, you have to intuit. You know what I mean? Like, there's no one, there's, you know, there's no one way. Like, every, you're probably going to have to make, like, a really gross or, like, kind of almost mean joke to her every once in a while just to, like, slap her around and just be like, come on, just do it. Just fucking get over it. Like, and sometimes that's appropriate. And other times you've got to just, like, fucking brush some hair. Yeah. Just sit there and brush somebody's hair or something. Yeah, and, that makes um, sense. <laughs> you know, but but that's but so it's just you just gotta intuit. Just work on your intuitive faculties, you know. But it's you know okay. it's sweet to hear. If anybody knows her, you, you probably if you're with your like your sister, like I am with my right. um, bro, mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. Alexi, what do you think? What do you think about that? What do you think oh, about I that think- shit? I think, that's, I think that's epic advice. I think, you know, I don't know. Okay, yeah, you, she, thank God she's not in a relationship with the guy anymore, and, you know, because he is a douchebag or whatever. And, uh, but yeah. yeah, exactly what Josh said. Like, some days just listen, let her cry and, and be bummed out and watch a movie with her over at her house and, like, hold her hand and hang out with her, go see him, whatever. Just be her friend and listen. And then other days, if she thinks she's going to be, if she thinks she's going to be weak and call him up. Yeah, that's when the tough love aspect of it comes in, and you go, no, like, don't text him. He's horrible, and then remind her of all the reasons why he's horrible and get serious about it and logical. But don't, I mean, but you can't live her life for her. I mean, I, I wish. Right. You want to hear one more strategy that I've, there's a strategy that I have kind of noticed works really well when you're talking to somebody who's kind of talking crazy, like. Um, okay. It's easy to, like, because at some point, you know, when someone is having a really hard time getting over, like, extricating themselves emotionally from being, like, totally, you know, completely absorbed into somebody else, like, that's a traumatic thing to to get ripped out of, and all of a sudden you have to relearn all of your emotional shit and who you are and all that shit, and it's super heavy. Um, But when people, like, start, you know, if... Like, say, for example, if she starts, like, turning this guy into, like, a superhero or something, just, like, he was the best, he was whatever, like, just don't let that phrase, like, when she says it out loud, just hang in the air. If you don't answer mm-hmm. her immediately, it doesn't, like, validate, this, like, the stupidity of it. And sometimes right. people just need to hear their words hang in the air for a second and just hear what they sound like and be like, well, that's not totally right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. Well, I mm-hmm. hope that makes you feel better. Let us know what happens. Um, we've got so many calls. People are so excited you're on tonight, so we got to get to all the phone calls. Uh, mm. Area code 845. Hello. Yes, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's your problem? Um, my name is Fiona. I called you before a while ago. What um, a sexy name, Fiona. And, um, I, don't even believe this. I don't even believe this is your name because it's almost, it's almost too good. Yeah, it is my name. <laughs> and, um, okay. I'm living in New York. All right, how old are you? 18. 
What's going on? You sound bummed. Let's get to it. Sorry. Sorry for shenanigans. Um, mm-hmm. I guess my main problem is well, I called you a few months ago about um, I was interested in this guy who was five years older than me, and he was kind of iffy about the age difference. Um, mm-hmm. And now we've been together for almost a year. And I guess I have a lot of jealousy issues that, I mean, he doesn't do anything in terms of being with anyone else, but I, it's hard for me to accept his previous relationships, I guess, because he was with someone for two years, and I can become very obsessive about how he loved someone else in the same way, because I guess oh, it's so- hard. Yeah. Oh, no, keep going. No, it's just hard because, you know, he has a lot more experience than me because he's older. Well, what, so you're obsessing about him ever having loved people, or is there other stuff that he's doing? Like, are there specific things that he is is doing that you're, is bothering you're him? You're having, yeah, you, under, you understand the reality that people are with, that before, I mean, you understand that, before you meet someone, you don't exist to them. That it's yeah. that it is you are ether. So obviously, you get that, but you are you're just having trouble getting your head around it. That that it yeah. happened. Yeah, I mean that's natural, but but it's fe- like it's a fear thing, you know. Like you're afraid that if he did that before, he's going to do that again or something. Or that he if he did it before, he could very easily be with someone again after he's known you, or it's some kind of irrational fear. Or sometimes right. it's an ego thing, or sometimes, I mean, I want to know, I want to ask you if there are things that maybe he's doing that you're, that, that maybe are worth you being No, jealous. that's the I, thing, that's why it's very frustrating for him, because he has absolutely nothing to do with those people. I guess maybe some, it has to do with, it was a relationship when he was in college, and now I'm going through college, so it's like, I think about, his experiences in college, and she was a big part of that. So okay, but I've asked you, but let me just get this straight. Let me just get clear on this. You are in a relationship. He loves you. The relationship is good, except you get, you get upset and pissed off and take it out on him when you think mm-hmm. about his, his previous relationships. Is that it, or does he talk to his ex-girlfriends? Have you met no, any of No, no, it's the first thing. It's the first yeah, thing. Yeah, you're except- just oh. – I mean, this is an understandable thing. I will say that as time goes on and you are and you are also, I mean, with uh, other people or, or not even with other people, but just have more experiences, that that thing's importance will start to fade. Uh, it, it really will start to fade, and, and you will be able to look at it with less fear, you know, but you, but it's like, it's understandable. I mean, you're really young and, uh, you know, but you know, you're going to college and you're going to have a ton of experiences and, and, uh, it'll, it'll all come into perspective. And listen, this is an ego thing. It's a huge ego thing also. And in a way you're like, you're going to sabotage your relationship if you keep at this because it's not fair to him. If he's not doing anything wrong and he's not cheating on you and he's not, you know, wanting to have lunch with all of his ex-girlfriends all the time and, and really make you suffer, then you just need to relax, realize that, like, he loves you, you love him, everything is good. What's that? 
I'm sorry, I don't know if there's like feedback or what the hell's going on here, but let me, I'm just going to finish this thought. But everything is completely fine. Like, and, and oftentimes it's really hard to be in a good situation. Like I know from my past experience, I have a really hard time or I've had a really hard time being in a good relationship because I need drama and I feed off like, you know, we need to fight because that feels comfortable to me because, it, you know, it can't just be easy, sail, like, you know, smooth sailing because that's just boring. I need to shake it up and feel weird about something and find anything to grasp onto to cause a problem because we're, as women, we're really good at doing that shit so we can feel something. So I don't know what your background is like, what your childhood was like, what your relationship with your parents, or your dad or whatever was like, if you had like some kind of traumatic crazy turmoil going on in your upbringing so you like to recreate that in relationships because all that shit all comes up only when you're in a relationship with someone you fucking love like like a crazy person you know so because you're really vulnerable so just take a breath try your hardest not to make him pay for crimes he has not committed because he loves you let the guy love you think before you speak just breathe and count to 10 every time you want to you know go mental and burst into tears or be like, do you still love her? Or I feel really horrible. Like, this is why, you know, like, and also you're 18. Let me just break this down. You're not going to be with this dude forever. I hope you're not. I suggest you should. I don't think you should be because you're too young. So you're going to have lots of loves in the future. Try to have as much fun with this dude while you can because at some point you're going to feel all this shit right now and then ultimately you're, you're going to, like, break his heart because you're so young and he's like five years older and you're going to be like, you're going to meet some cooler dude with a bigger dick who's taller and a better dresser because you live in New York and they're all around you. You're going to get sick of this guy anyway. So enjoy the love while you have it. And then before you break up with this dude, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying like, just relax. And fear that I think, yeah, fear will ruin really anything. So it's best to like, Try to tr- try to train your mind to uh, think past it. You know, it's, it, it, the 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 cruel joke here is that you worrying about him being with other people might make him might just drive two, the two of you apart to other people. You know. Exactly. I'm. Uh, good luck. You're gonna be fine. Don't worry. Um. Okay. Area code two zero three. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like. It's so fucked up when you love someone so much, or or I don't know if it means you're already sick to begin with, but like, God, when you fall in love with someone and you, and you want to own someone and you just want to like, yeah, it's that it's just so and you, fucked up. And you up. can't, and you just and you just fucking can't, and um, that is like the root of a lot of people's fucking problems with fucking love. Yeah, I don't know if I. I don't know if I'm ever going to get married, and I don't know. I'm single right now. Like, I'm newly single. I broke up with my boyfriend, like, two weeks ago. And, uh, oh, man. Ay, ay, ay. I'm just, like. Yeah, and you thought you would tell me this here, now? Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you because I didn't want you to think I'm in love with you. Um, do you I mean, like. Do you, need, do you need some, do you need your hair brushed, or do you need a really gross joke? Uh, I need a gross joke, and then you can come over, like, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> And brush my hair for, just for like a whole old treatment. Yeah, yeah. When I'm done with you, you're going to look like a goddamn monster. Oh my! God. <laughs> that was so good. Okay, it feels so it feels so good to laugh. Area code two zero three. It feels so good to laugh again. It really does. It's exactly what I needed. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna talk like I speak. Okay. Hello. Hi. Hello. 
What's your Hello. name? Where are you calling from? Everybody who gets on, please give me this information. What's up? Yep. Dan, 22, from New York City. Oh, my God. Somebody, Dan, you sound adorable. How tall are you? I'm 6'3". You're 6'3"? I can't even handle it. 6'3". 6'3". We got a big one. I'm like six two, I think. I, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not like a. I'm definitely not like a safe six three. There's no way. Six two. So Dan wins this round. So that's cool. It's not yeah, a competition, word. but Dan. But Dan won. Okay, Dan, are you gay or straight? What's going on? I'm straight. I'm straight. Very straight. Okay. Um, I want to say first, I've made out in a, uh, a graveyard before, a cemetery, and it was awesome. There you go. So. There's that, but my question to the, the today uh, is: I'm dating someone who's like six years oh, older than me. Great. Uh, yeah, she's like she's 28, so she's getting up there, and I, I, I'm, <laughs> I love it. Don't you hysterically laugh. Okay, sorry, Dan. I don't. No, dude, I feel you though. I feel you though. I remember hanging out with with. With when I was 22, hanging out with, with you know women that were like 28, 29 or something, and being like, wow, and 30 being really, 30 being a really mystical property, like the the idea of being 30 being very mystical. Yeah, I mean, yes. I'm not normal. Like, I'm not intimidated by it or anything, but I'm just worried that. Um, but you're six three. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. But I mean, still, she makes me feel like small but um if okay so she's getting she's getting closer to 30 and i'm only 22 and at some point i feel like maybe she might want like a child or like a baby and that's i think that's normal getting to that age but for me it'd be i wouldn't be ready for it even though i like her a lot but should i like what should i do in in the case that she does well first of all are there any signs that she is even thinking about, like, bringing yeah. stuff to me? No, no, but... Well, Alexi, can I can I field this for a moment? Yeah, so I'll jump right in after. Let me know when you're done. Keep going. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do the male perspective here. That, first of all, depending on what kind of person she is, if you bring this topic up to her, she will either, like, laugh hysterically or she will... <laughs> You know what I mean? She will either laugh hysterically at you and your youthful foolishness, or okay. she, or, or, or it will lead to no, 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 no. Seriously, or it will lead to like a like a, a conversation that needs to happen about it, and then you'll know. But um, you need to intuit. I, I don't know her. You know her. Um, do you think she's the kind of? Uh, can you discern between how much of this is like? Because I've thought this way in the past too. It's like how much of a relationship needs to, how much of a, how much of a commitment are you making with your time? Where it's like, am I creating a precedent here um, that I'm not actually willing to follow up on down the line? Right. You I know? mean, with her, I feel like I'm willing, I'm willing to commit to it, but I don't know if I'm ready as a, yeah. as a younger person, as as she's right. ready at her age for it. Dude, women are women are having 
baby is so much. I mean, sir, I mean, I got to tell you, like, 30 really is not as much of a baby-making year as it may seem right now. Um, okay. It, it really okay. – yeah, I wouldn't freak on that. I don't – it's not – very few of the women that I know hold 30 as a, uh, like, a, as a, like, benchmark for, like, must be pregnant, you know. Okay. okay. Let me, um, let me jump in here for a second, because let me just say, uh, I, I totally agree with you, Josh. I totally think that, that Dan should bring this up with the girl, because she'll either laugh hysterically, or she'll be like, oh, well, I'm glad you ripped that off like a Band-Aid for me, because, you know, I really did want to have a baby with you, but, but here's what I think. I'm, I'm a modern woman in 2012, all right? She's probably calling in on the other line about to say, like, oh, my God, I'm having this epic, like, you know, fuck fest with this guy who's 22. It's so funny. You know, it's it's great, but, of course, I would never want to marry him or have a baby because that's what women do. I mean, women like to have sex just as much as dudes do, and 30-year-old women or 28-year-old women have flings with 22-year-old guys all the time, and it's because it's fun. You guys can have sex for hours and hours. Um, you're adorable. You are mm-hmm. so excited. You're so excited about life. So my personal thought is that she is not trying to have a baby with you because a smart woman's goal, uh, yes, love is great and everything, or, or, you know, being infatuated with one another is a beautiful thing. Uh, but ultimately, like, a smart woman, uh, a smart New York woman is going to want to get married and have a baby with a guy who makes her feel safe, can take care of her, or at least is like, you know, maybe her age or older and she can learn from. But who knows? There are no rules. But I think you're overthinking. But definitely, like, bring the conversation up and see how she reacts. But It's not a reason to end. It's not really a reason to end anything until until you kind of have a better idea. But how long have you, got, how long have you guys been together? Like six months. Oh, dude. Just avoid, like stop thinking this way. Just enjoy it. Just have fun. Definitely. It's also really sweet of you to take responsibility and want to know what's going on. Like I think that's such a beautiful thing. I, I almost oh, want you. it's thoughtfulness. It's you're so thoughtful. I wish more men were this thoughtful. It's so great. I mean, I kind of want you to bring it up over dinner in a really sweet, beautiful way, but like yeah. In the future, I mean, maybe. Not now. Not now. <laughs> not like, like in, unless you want to like end your your enjoyable older woman like sensual <laughs> relationship. Do not bring it up anytime yeah. soon. Like yeah, anytime no, soon. I agree. I agree because I know that if, that like if I were having an affair with a younger dude and he went, oh by the way, I'm having a really good time, but I just want to let you know that I, I I'm not ready anytime soon to have a baby with you or have or get married, I'd be like, cool, asshole. I wasn't even asking you for that. Go fuck yourself. I'm going to go find some other fucking 21-year-old, you know, bonehead. So, yeah, don't bring it up. Thank you for calling and being considerate. Um, we're going to get to another – oh, we have a Skype call coming in. Hello? Uh, one, 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 one. If you think that you're on, just say Hello? Listen, Bonehead, you called us. Hello? Hello? Oh, this sounds like a prank call already. What's, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? That was me. Oh. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, oh, man. Um, John, gets them every time. Gets them every time. Do you think you're ever going to get married? Do I think I'll ever get married? Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm 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 cool with marriage. Um, 
you know, I think it's kind of a goofy. I, I think it's. Um, I, I don't believe in the sacred. I don't believe in the innate sacredness of it at all. Um, what does that mean? But uh, well, it just means there are people who will tell you that marriage is a sacred institution or something. Like it's it, it's actually something like passed down from the god, um, and it just is not. It is like you know we all know like the age old like land transaction kind of you know, origins of marriage and whatever. And it's it's just kind of a, I don't know, but uh, but but it's really, marriage is just nothing um, until you know what person you're talking about. Like, if you've got the right person, then, then it's just not a big deal, you know. But if the thing is a big deal without a person in it, then you are setting yourself up for, like, major disappointment, I think. Oh, my God, you are really bringing it tonight because I know that in past Boy Crazy Radios, you've been a little bit all over the place, a little bit, like, discombobulated. And tonight you are just, like, you are focused. You have, like, there are, like, sound bites coming out of your mouth. This is great. <laughs> Man, yeah. Well, I think I was pretty stoned. The, I think I got too stoned before I did the last one. And I was – and also my fucking roommate was listening – to it, like, through the stereo, and I could hear, like, him and his friends' reactions. It was all just very distracting, but I'm very, um, very focused. There's, there's okay. nothing going okay. on. Um, I cannot believe you just admitted to having roommates. That's so embarrassing. You're better than that. You're not supposed to admit that. No, I love it. I'm like a crazy old coot with, like, old, like, I live in, like, a house of lost men. Um, I flashed my like, we're like and we're like the boo we're like the boo Radleys of our neighborhood. I uh I I remember at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings shoot, I remember flashing my boobs at Josh and his roommate and then both of them just I like left the room. I can't believe that you uh like cuz I remember that and I was like dude is she going to mention that was like that was such a progressive that like blew people's minds no, I think that like rate like no it did it like I could see people's co- level of consciousness like raising when that happened you just no, there only destroyed a bunch of taboos Wait how They're many people were in the room you were like full, like like just the just like the costume women Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I remember I, I flashed my boobs to you and your roommate. And you were the only two dudes in the room, and then the other people were the you make it sound. You make it sound like he and I live in, like, bunk beds or something. Okay. I know you don't live in bunk beds, but what I was most shocked by was the fact that I flashed my boobs, and both of you, like, looked at each other, and then you just fucking, like, got up and, like, walked out. It was such a fucking... <laughs> no, 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 I laughed my ass off. I laughed my ass off when he did that. I thought it was, like, fucking incredible. It was so, like, it was so out of nowhere. I don't know what the fuck, like, went through your brain. It was, it was like, really incredible. I'm a boy crazy woman. What can I say? Okay, the Skype call is not yeah. working. They're not saying hello. Area code 919. Hello? Hello? Who's oh. this? Hi, my name is Allison. I am in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. All right, uh, how old are you? I'm 20, and I have kind of a consistent problem um so i after like a long time struggling with myself i finally like 
gotten confidence and like have a really awesome self-esteem and I'm really happy with where I am in my life. Um, but everything that has happened to me, like in the kind of romantic department has kind of sucked. Like I've been basically like the only term I can think of to describe it is the friend zone. Like every guy I've ever been interested in has been like, Oh, well you're so sweet, but I think we should just be friends or like, God, you're so cool. I like, I wish I could date somebody just like you. And that never happens. And it kind of sucks and it happens time and time again. And I don't know what to do. Well, this is thank God we have a male uh, co-host today or we have a, a, you know, Josh Tillman is our guest today because he can help shed some light on this. But let me just ask you a few questions before I throw it over to Josh. Um, how tall are you? How much do you weigh? Are you riddled with, uh, are you covered in scales? Or do you have horrible acne? Do you have buck teeth? Uh, are you bottom heavy? I just need to know what's going on. Okay, so I'm about like 5'9", um, so about average height. I have really long legs. Um, a little overweight, but not like to the point where it's a problem. Um, how, big, how big are your boobs? We'll tell you if it's a problem or not. How big are your boobs? One is like a double D and the other one's a C. They're a what? little off. That's exciting. That's exciting. Okay, keep going. So wait, how how much do you weigh? Um, I'm like 170. 170, five nine, long legs. Uh, boobs are different, but that's okay. That adds to. I have scars on my body, so that's cool. Everybody's exciting in their own way. Um, all right. Um, do you have horrible acne? Not at all. I have actually like have recently gotten really lucky and have like my skin is just all of a sudden cleared up it's been kind of awesome are you kind of a know-it-all and always trying to tell people what to do not at all i love learning from people and that's like being a know-it-all is not the way to be do you smell funny or how would you know i guess do you i mean i shower every day and the the body wash i use smells like chocolate chip cookie dough so i can't imagine that that's a problem that could be a problem. You might not think it's a problem, and then actually you'll be like, oh, fuck, it was the chocolate chip cookie that was all along. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I smell. <laughs> um, question before we go to the oh, um, What? Let me just ask these questions. Okay, um, where do you get your clothes from? Like, what kind of outfits do you wear? Um, actually, most of what I wear are, like, band T-shirts, um, a lot of, like, local bands that, I mean, are, that I've just, I don't know, I just wear them because I like to support them. They're not, like, bad-fitting T-shirts. I think I look okay. cute. And, okay. All like, right. Let me, I mean, what? go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I, I kind of want, I mean, this is one of these situations, like, oftentimes I will get a call, uh, somebody will call into Boy Crazy Radio, and I will be like, fuck, this is a situation where I wish I could just, fly to your house, knock on your door, take you under my wing, and do what I need to do with you, okay? And, like, listen, uh, I'm not concerned about the boobs thing. I'm excited about that. I, I actually, I actually you know, if you lived in L.A., we'd be friends, and that would be exciting and neat for me. But, uh, okay, you don't have acne. Maybe you don't smell funny. I would like you to start dressing like a woman. Band T-shirts, these bands can support themselves. They're fine. I know weird shit happening. Sorry, Josh. I'll get to you in a second. I apologize. I'm going on a rant. Let's deal with it. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, 
I'm not bisexual, but I, I am constantly attracted to women, and I know what women are gorgeous, and you know which which I wouldn't, and the women that I wouldn't want to date if I were a lipstick lesbian. And uh, I want you to start dressing like a woman. Uh, I don't know. How about start wearing V-necks? Get get a few new bras that push oh. your boobs there. Uh, wear V-necks. Wear a skirt. Uh, wear like heels. Shop at J Crew or Madewell or American Apparel or uh, Urban Outfitters, and just like. Go through magazines. If you could come over tonight, I know you can't because you're in Chapel Hill. We'd look through magazines and we'd recreate looks that you you feel comfortable with, and and uh, there'd be we'd do some fun makeover like in Clueless, and then and then I would be your wing woman, and we go to the mall, and 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 I I see how you talk to dudes. Like, what's your approach? Let's pretend Josh is a guy, and <laughs> let's pretend Josh is okay, a dude. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to totally prepare that. Okay. Speak. All right. Give me a second to like try to imagine what being a man is like. Yeah, a okay, heterosexual male. Okay, okay, ready. Okay, a heterosexual male. Ready. Okay, Allison. Allison, hey, look, there's that guy. He looks like that guy Father John Misty or whatever. Like, what's he doing in North Carolina? This is so weird. Like, go talk to him. Okay, cool. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I like your band tea. Thanks. Have you have you have you always listened to Guar? Uh, haven't actually for too long. Um, saw him at the Lincoln Theater last year, and it was a crazy show. Got covered in like fake blood. I was right up front. It was it was a lot of fun though. Um, I'm actually just wearing this one just because my Ghost of a Saber Tooth Tiger shirt's dirty. I kind of like that one better. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, let's let's talk like you're wearing an, like an Iron Maiden T-shirt or something. Um, let me ask you a question. How how interesting are these dudes? Like when you're really honest. When a divorced let let me let me just follow this through. When divorced from your desire for companionship, which we all have, like we all want to be loved by, you know, some dude or or who you know, in your case, a dude. Um, and that is like an interesting pursuit. But 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 aside from that, and the innate interest of what talk, of talking to men like are the dudes that you're talking how interesting are they um they're pretty interesting one guy let's see the most recent one um well actually the most one of the most recent ones um he's friends with my cousin and like is super into music like does a lot of stuff and is working in um winston-salem which is about an hour outside of here uh trying to open mm-hmm. up his so, own music venue which okay I mean, yeah I, think is really cool and really ambitious for somebody who's only like okay. 23. So you're into, let me interrupt you, let me interrupt you. You're into uh-huh. ambition, you're into people that are into music and you uh, like are like guys that are funny or whatever. Like yeah. you like funny, like dudes that can, that can joke around and, and all that stuff. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm going to let Alexa, I just needed to, I'm just trying to get a read on what you're about. And I'm gonna okay, let. Right, I got you. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it back to Alexi. Okay. Well, uh, Josh, Josh, I'm gonna take it back, and I'm going to throw it right back to you because I'm gonna ask you a question. Josh, what? Listen, you have traveled all around the world, uh, performing cool music and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of fucking, a lot of fucking hot babes throw themselves at you, me included. I mean, not anymore. We're just friends, but I'm right, right, right. What does because in a way, you might just be Allison's ideal man. So what we need you to do is explain 
me and Allison what your ideal woman is. Well, okay, but I'm not sure how useful. I'm not. I really don't know how useful that that would be. Like maybe it'll be useful, but I will. I'll just say that there are a lot of people, you know, cross gender, whatever. There are a lot of people who who kind of have who don't have a whole lot to say. Um, they're more interested in th- the things that they want to have, the life that they want to have, et cetera. And they can achieve those things by the ritual of dating and marriage and, and, and all that stuff. And it's a model that works for a lot of people. But like what I, what I would tell you is that that model or that tradition or the courtship processes as we see it, et cetera, et cetera, going, like talking to guys, trying to attract guys, trying to attract a certain type of guy who makes you feel good. Um, that, that can happen. Um, and, and when it does happen, you, you will know it immediately. Um, but don't think of it as like throwing your shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. Like you're, you know, if, if that isn't, um, a thing, if, if these guys that, that you're talking to now, um, you just have to rely on the fact that attraction is something that actually does take longer than a uh, like initial encounter or uh, like it's not like if someone doesn't fall in love with you immediately, they're never going to fall in love with you. And people misread me all the time. People think that I am, you know, just based maybe on, on an on an initial reaction or something, but. Anybody takes a while to have their 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 like unique trait surface, and you just have to like. Uh, I just I think you, I think you should uh, I think that you should highlight what you think is actually interesting and unique about you. Whether that is like, I think the band T-shirt's cool. It, it's probably something you'll grow out of. I will say that. Uh-huh. Yeah, we all must. We all must grow out of the band T-shirt at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, yeah, because I I totally agree with Josh, and I also know that, like, I don't want to be – I know I'm playing, like, devil's advocate, or I'm taking on, like, I'm giving you the advice. I'm giving you the super, the extreme superficial advice. Uh, Which I love, by the way. I love that. Uh-huh. I think that shit's fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, it's, it, like, I, yeah, I don't want to sound like a dick, but at the same time, it's like, you know, um, certain things you can, I mean, there's certain things you could wear that make you look cuter or maybe you're making bad choices and you aren't accenting like, you know, uh, the, the parts of you that, that are better than others. I don't, I don't mean to sound like an asshole. I don't want to sound so superficial, but movies like, you know, scenes like that in that movie Clueless and fucking all these fucking horrible TV shows where people get makeovers, like they have an audience for a reason and, and people watch these things because they're like, wow, because they're inspiring and you watch these things going, wow, like they took the, the, the fucking, wait, the ugly duckling and turned her into a swan or, or whatever. Anyway, so I'm just saying, yeah. like, I know it sounds horrible because ultimately people should love you for who you are and the way you think and the way you communicate and what you believe in and your morals and your personality and all that, but... But we all know, we all know that if you want to get, if you want to, like, fool around with some dude, you can dress for success and have fun with it and not have it be, like a concession to a culture, just, like, fucking have fun with it and just get a little more, like, sexed up than usual and just fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, no, I can I tell... 
Can I kind of tell yeah. a story about recently? Um, so I went to a party, and the theme was Go Wild, where, like, the point was not, like, Girls Gone Wild, but, like, dress as a favorite animal. So I'm I just up worried, as a lemur. I'm already worried that you're going to parties where there are themes, okay? That, I, that's, like, the, like, that's like the party that I say. I'm, I'm sorry. Fuck you and your themed party, or you're, like, whatever, thematic, <laughs> thematic whatever. I, I don't, anyway, whatever. Go ahead. Sorry. So, no, I was, like, dressed up as a lemur and had on this really, like, looking, I was a really cute lemur, had on a nice, like, really low v-neck shirt and had been talking to this guy that I had like been flirting with all day and we were like walking around the yard holding hands like kind of getting close and then he's like god there's just like this one girl who I just like really wanted to get with tonight and I was like he or really who and he drops the name of this girl who I just like cannot stand so I I don't know I felt like I mean I, I totally agree that like maybe I should try like Look a little cuter sometimes, but no. Like look, if a dude is that, look, if a dude says something like that, he is not fucking thinking. He's not a thinking person. And you said that what you're interested in is like ambitious thinking people. Like that's just that's a guy just being a total dum dum. And and you can't just don't fucking turn him into something that he's not. Maybe he's just like a. Maybe you had a few laughs and he made you feel like. Something you know, whatever, but maybe he's just a dumb dumb, and it's just as simple as that. Yeah, and and uh, listen, even use if that you don't, power. Yeah, and even if you don't um, change your appearance, even because I can't see you, I, I'm sure you're great. How dare I try to change you? But I wish I could. But I need I need a photo. I think you should send me a photo. Send me a photo to boycrazyalexi at gmail dot com, and maybe at some point, like I can fly to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. But anyway. Um, even if you even if you never change your appearance, trust trust that at some point somebody will come along, and I'm sorry, you just have to be patient. Who will like you and will have a crush on you, and uh, you know the world works so weird that you probably won't even like this person who likes you. You'll be like, oh God, what a nerd! I hate this person. Of all the people who have to like me, why this bonehead? But whatever. Just sorry, things don't happen immediately when you want them, and you have to be patient. And then when you least expect it and when you're not trying so hard or not thinking about it so much, like, love will find you out of the blue. You know, it'll come and hit you out of the blue. Doesn't it seem like that's how it works? Mm-hmm. Confidence. Yeah, just what like yourself. Oh, oh sorry, Josh said, said confidence? Josh said confidence, yeah. That is my only word. That's my That's my one-word answer for you. Yeah, okay. and I think – and I'm going to get – I've got a million more words. I'm almost done. I'm going to uh, – but – Focus in the meantime, like you don't have any dude in sight and you're bummed out on that. So in the meantime, uh, you know, aside aside from masturbating as much as possible, because that's exciting, that, that'll keep you, um, you know, your skin dewy and fresh and will keep you relaxed. Um, you should focus on like writing a list of all the things you want to do in your life, figure out what it is you want to be when you grow up. I know you're 20 years old. I don't know. Are you in school? You are in school, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so focus on all the things you want to achieve. Do your homework. Hang out with your girlfriends. Um, if you send me a photo, I will address the makeover situation and we can get that underway. And but but ultimately, like work on being super successful in your own life and making all your dreams come true because that is so attractive to have other people. Like, like the right person will see that and he'll go, Wow, she's so fucking awesome. She's so badass. She's so driven. She's doing all this cool shit. And then other people who are interested in these same, other like-minded people who are interested in the same shit that you are going to throw yourself into will, 
will spot that and, you know, you guys will come together at some point sexually and, like, you know, just, you know, in, in life or whatever. You'll have lunch or something. Anyway, I hope that helps. That was Where, oh, Tillman, I do have one request for you. Um, this is totally unrelated to anything love-related other than my love for music, but if you – do a tour with this Father John Misty stuff, please come to Carborough or Chapel Hill or Durham. Um, y'all played with Fleet Pocket last year, and it got monsooned out, and I kind of want to hear your stuff. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, yeah. I will be th- I will be there soon. Sooner than right. later. Good. I hope so. All right. Okay. Yeah. Can you, I can't believe she just called you Tillman. She was totally flirting with you. I loved I loved it. I lo- I I'm uh that's that's what just about everybody that I'm intimate with calls me. So oh that was gosh. nice. Anyway, oh you know what you what okay, band shirt. By intimate with me by people that are intimate with me, I mean like tiny, you know, like Vegas strip twink action. Anyway. Uh a way to make band t shirts sexy if you must wear band shirts, cut the sleeves off cut it real low, wear a black lace bra, and then oh, wear the... Oh, that's a creative... Yeah. Yeah, and then you've got side boob. So then she could have side boob with her double yeah. D's or whatever. Um, Dude, that's some creative... Sol- that's some creative problem solving. You're welcome. Oh, wait, now, isn't your family religious? So is that does that have anything to do with you calling your project Father John Misty? Um, no, no, you're thinking about it too much. It just made me, it just made me laugh, the idea of calling it that. Sounds like some kind of weird, perverted Santa Claus or something. That's true. I love that you just told me that I'm thinking too much. I can't believe you. Yeah. Okay, we're taking another call. Um, area code 503. Hi. Yeah, that's me. Hey, you're on with that's a... Portland, with right? Yeah, Portland. Yeah, <laughs> Portland. Nice. Portland. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, get a room, so, you guys. What's your name and how old are you? And uh, you're calling from Portland. Yeah, I'm Maggie. I'm 17. So okay, back off, Josh. Back off, Josh. You're 17. <laughs> okay, relax. Okay, so this problem sounds really lame. This is why I don't talk to anyone about it in real life, you know? Like, I would talk to someone that I know, but, I just, like, I feel weird about it, you know? Anyways. So I'm seeing this guy, and, uh, God, it even sounds weird saying it out loud. But he's two years younger than me, so that makes him 15, which is, like, it sounds crazy to you guys probably because you're older than me, but. Oh, but Maggie, Maggie, I think yeah. it's important you have a conversation with him and you let him know that you don't want to have a baby, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> Okay, is Josh still on the phone? Yeah, I'm. I'm here. I'm here. I mean, you're. You're right. It does sound silly to me because I am much older than you. So I would say, um, whatever, whatever it is. Well, <clears throat> no, no, no. I'm not saying that I don't that that you shouldn't talk about it. But I'm just telling you, I'm just being honest with you, um, and uh, I'm sure that what you're like, it, it's. You know, you're probably in a very exciting, like, emotional place right now. It's probably all very strange. And What's the problem, Maggie? Well, it's not like he's being a little too profound here. I just need a little bit of advice because 
I've had a little bit more experience than he has, you know? So, eh. And, like, I took his virginity, and I feel, like, all weird because, like, I kind of want more, you know? But I, I really like him, you know? I want to keep seeing him and everything, so I don't plan on, on breaking it off or anything. But I just want to know, like, how do I make it so that it's really comfortable for him while I'm, like, still enjoying myself. And I know that this is a hard question for you guys because you're, like, a little bit more advanced, like you, you, you know, but if you can think back to when you were 15. Okay, but I don't understand. You want him to feel comfortable and you want to be happy. I don't understand what you're talking about. Uh, I know. Okay. No, Sorry. no. Let's just get specific. Like, use your words. Use your words. This is going to be good. We're going to understand this because I feel like okay. a 15-year-old boy. Well, pretty much. Um, let's keep it. Let's just because I'm here. Let's just keep this like um, pretty. Let's keep this all pretty G-rated. Um, I'm sorry that you called on a night when there was like an old man co-hosting, but this is uh, you know, you know what I mean. It's I'm sorry. Like I'm really sorry. I, and you know, we we should. Uh, I I. This is a conversation for you to have with someone. Uh, like that is in your life, not crazy, not crazy old man Tillman. I know. I love that you're like he's getting too profound. Like, did you just tell Josh Tillman, aka Father John Misty, that he's being too profound? Well, yeah, because I mean, I understand his perspective too. Like, I understand that in your like where you are in life, looking at yeah, yeah. you know where I am. You're probably like, yeah, oh, the problems that I had a million years ago, like, they seem so small. And I I have that all in perspective. I understand that there yeah. is no problem in my life right now that actually matters, but... No, that's not true. That, still, that Don't well, keep, don't tell you. That's you know, not true. Yeah. Well, it matters in but the long run. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I have a healthy perspective on things. Okay, but... Yeah, I, you, I, sound I, like I, a smart, you sound like a smart young lady. Okay, stop. You guys, get a room. Okay, by the way, on a side note of a side note, Josh, you know how you said that people yeah. might be freaked out people might be freaked out by the sister you jerk off to thing? By the what thing? Remember how you said that people might be creeped out by the sister you jerk off to comment that I make in the beginning? Yes. Yeah. So you jerk off to your sister? No. Anyway, what? oh, this is a joke. Anyway, oh my god, I can't believe it. Josh, my worst nightmare is happening. You're right. Everybody doesn't get it. Okay, anyway, but somebody just left a comment on my Facebook wall that says, "I called in tonight just to hear what your voice sounded like. Cute voice, but the whole sister you jerk off to bit made me hang up. Way too creepy, girl." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that shit. I know. I'm the one who said it. Oh man. He's calling me. I love it. Um, I love it. People getting creeped out. It's the creepy creep hour. <laughs> I'm like derailing. I'm going to just derail this conversation. I'm really sorry. Like, uh, you should call, man, do you, Alex, do you want to call me back and take some, like, under, some young girl, like, pro, you know, questions? <laughs> No, oh, no, I, don't I, no. put it. Don't, don't no, hang no, up no, on no, my account. Maggie, Maggie, stop. Hold on, Josh. I made it a two-hour show because we had two, like the phone lines were were lit up and they still are, and we're gonna get to all the phone calls. The show is nearly over. I mean, we have like forty-eight minutes left, but 
We're going to answer this question. Maggie, what the hell do you want from this 15-year-old boy that you're having sex with? I don't understand. Do you want a relationship? And does he want a relationship? Or what, what, are, what does he want? What do you want? What's the problem? Uh, you know, it, it I don't, doesn't even matter. Uh, like, everything's good is the thing. I just, I just feel weird about it, I guess, because I constantly think about like what this must be like for him, you know, and I just want to make sure that I'm not. No. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, maybe just don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. It's all, it's all good. You're having fun. You're a kid. Like you're like, uh, I, and I believe me, I was the most fucking, uh, like, uh, misanthropic 17-year-old in the world. And I know, I remember very distinctly how everything felt at that time. Best thing you can do is, uh, like, not... You have a lifetime of thinking about this kind of relationship shit ahead of you, and you shouldn't... uh, You have the luxury of not fucking overthinking it now. And you should exercise that, like, uh, luxury. Yeah, I wonder how young women or girls start thinking about like start overthinking about all this relationship stuff like is it like as early as 12 or 11 like well because i hear people everybody everywhere in the fucking country doing it all the time everywhere you go it's in the fucking atmosphere oh my god we're doing it right now i know but we're at least older i blame the kardashians for this or why is this happening is this because the american apparel ads are too dirty um, that's probably more a causality, the bigger thing, but that's, uh, but I'll go with that explanation. All right. Area code 626. 626? Hello? Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi. Um, wow. I really wasn't expecting to, um, get in. Um, my name is Lanier. I'm 18 and I'm calling from L.A. What's going on with you tonight? Say hello to Josh Tillman, a.k.a. Father John Misty. Download his single, which is called Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings, on subpop.com, or go to my website Whoa. and click to download the single. Um, what's your That's problem? not my full name. <laughs> um, well, actually, my friend, uh, she showed me your uh, website, like, a couple of days ago, and uh-huh. I spoke, um I'm sorry, I'm talking about Alexia. <laughs> Um, I spent, like, the whole night reading through every fucking blog post. I know that sounds a little creepy, but... <laughs> no, um, it sounds creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, it sounds and I, creepy. Yeah, um, it's because it's I have a blog, too, um, and she sent me this site, and she's like, oh, yeah, um, you guys are really similar, and I read through it, and <laughs> I I feel like you're so... Everything you say, it's so it's so true. And I just, my question is, um, how do you how do you get so many people like following you, or um, how did you uh, maintain such a blog and made it so popular? Oh my God, what a great question! This is great. I love this. Um. <laughs> Kids have funny wow. dreams now. Kids have funny dreams now. <laughs> 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 Oh, God, I can't even handle it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have to just deal. Josh, you have to deal with this bullshit. Um, okay, thank you for calling in and asking me this wonderful question about me because it's one of my favorite things to do is to talk about me and get compliments um, during my podcast. 
Uh, well, I feel like I'm an asshole. I'm going to try to answer this in a very real way. I started my website three years ago, and I did it. I started it because I had a boyfriend at the time that I was very competitive with, and he had a blog. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, if, if he has a blog and everybody else in the world has a blog, and I hate the word blog, then I'm going to I'm going to make everybody pay, and they can all get fucked. I'm going to start my own blog, but if I do it. I've got to make sure I like push the boundaries and I and I and I make myself very vulnerable and I share really raw personal experiences and stories about myself and and you know I I don't write as personally as I used to and I I will and I do occasionally and I have been this week but uh I think the reason I started getting attention for my website well I used I used Twitter and I used Facebook and Facebook fan pages and like you know the power of the internet and all this you know, all those things to get the word out so people would start reading my website. And then I guess because I was so honest in writing about things like, like I've written about a guy going down on me and, and ripping my tampon out with his teeth while I'm having my period and, <laughs> and going down on me and then giving me an orgasm. I've written about getting condoms lodged in my vagina, um, having having uh, romantic trysts in, in hotel rooms. And then, you know, I, I've written about very gnarly things that most people don't would never want to admit to like because they'd be mortified so I really put myself out there also I kind of say over the top things or I I don't have a fear of making myself the butt of the joke and I just I'm very vulnerable I put myself out there and I guess people liked what I had to say and they or they like it or whatever so people told other people and and I started getting press and I was on the cover of the LA Weekly and I was in various magazines or whatever because People liked what I was saying. They thought that I had a voice and I was, and, and, you know, I don't know. So I guess the first thing is, like, have something to say. I'm not saying I even do, but, uh, I mean, I, people think I do, I guess. And uh, I don't know. Have a point of view. Don't fucking write to impress people or to make people like you. Write what you really want, like, say what you really want to say and be fearless and ballsy and believe what you write and what you do. Like, believe in yourself because... If you don't, who else will? And, I mean, the thing is, though, I've never seen your blog. Like, I don't even know if I, I would like your blog. I don't know if anybody would. So, like, I'm hoping you're talented and you have something to say. I'm also not saying that I am, but this is my, the fucking personality that, that I have, and, and I'm just putting, putting it out there. And, and people yeah. seem to be because this is all I can do. I didn't go to college. I have nothing else to fall back on. I fucking have nothing to fall back on other than, like, working at Starbucks or, like, becoming a prostitute or something. I mean, like, so I'm you I bet your blog would get really good. I bet your blog would become, like, unbelievably fucking amazing if you became a prostitute and a Starbucks employee. <laughs> that is a blog that I would read the shit out of. That's a really good idea. Maybe you should start a blog about, I'm talking to you, what's your name, Ramira? Uh, it's Vermeer with a V. Oh, Vermeer. Maybe, maybe you should do that, but I don't think that's you. But I'm just saying, like, just fucking be really ballsy and brave and put yourself out there and and you know and then people will react accordingly and, and if, if it's and if it speaks to people you know it'll I mean I don't know do you agree Josh is that how things work or what's the deal Man, it's just chaos out there you might do the crappiest shit <clears throat> let me tell you something young young citizen of the world um what you do, you know, what you do may be like as far as a blog, you may write, you may write, like create the Sistine Chapel of blogs. 
like the most revered, you know, the most like incredible feat of blogdom that the world has ever seen. And no one may fucking give a shit. And uh, you also may make a really terrible blog, and it may be really popular. You may make a really great blog wherein you illuminate the the world, and uh, it's also really celebrated, and you're making a shit ton of money. It can go, it is, it's it's really chaos out there, but you have to just, like what Alexi was saying about having something to say, that's like as much control as you could really have over it outside of just the obvious like doing that hustle that everybody's got to do to make people pay attention to their shit. Um, you really, your main concern, especially at 18, should be what the fuck you're going to say um, about things and developing a unique worldview. You know what? I have more, I just remember there are other things that I did when I first uh and that was all really great, too. I, I, I agree with Josh. I just have to keep saying <laughs> I really do. Um, other things I did um, in order to get the word out, well, I mean, I live in Los Angeles, so um, what did I do? I I would fucking, you know what I did? I forgot all this shit because I don't do it as much anymore, but I, I broke onto campuses. I broke onto Hollywood High, Fairfax High School, Marlboro High School, uh, I, I, I like broke, I jumped the fence. Okay, maybe I am a hustler. Maybe I don't know if you, I don't know if you have this in you, but I'm just going to tell this to anybody who's listening. I had stickers made. I didn't have very much money, so I like, I made stickers. My boyfriend at the time made stickers for iboycrazy.com. Uh, he made hmm. stickers on his, on his computer. Then I had buttons made. Then I had better stickers made at a company called, um, God, what is, I don't even know what it's called. Anyway, Sticker Giant or Sticker Robot or something. And then I jumped the fence and I went to all these schools, Fairfax High, uh, Marlboro and, and Hollywood High and a few other high schools, and I fucking pretended to be a student. I'm very tall. I'm 5'11", but I like to think I look like that. This is amazing. I like to think that I look like, you know, 15 or 16 or whatever. Um, anyway, and I, I would whisper to – Wait, are you listening? Are you there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. There's there's some feedback. I need. Okay, anyway. Um, and I would, um, just go be like, hey, have you ever heard of that? And I I I'd like, you know, coax these young teen people to come towards me, and I would say, hey, have you ever heard of that website called uh, thecobrasnake.com or Corey Kennedy? And they uh-huh. would say. And I would say, and, and they would go, yeah, totally. That, that's a cool. Those are cool websites. And I go, well, my website is like those websites. So take a sticker. And then also, I would, I would put stickers up in all the girls' and, bo- and boys' bathrooms, like so, you know. And and that way, like anybody. And and so I. And what else did I do? I uh, I fucking went to American Apparel and I asked for them to put advertising on my site to make my site look more relevant and I lied about how many hits I got on my blog and now I do get way more hits than I ever you know what I mean? I fucking hustled. Oh, another thing I did I'm sorry Josh, don't get bored. Uh, just do smoke a cigarette or something. Um uh I'm not looking Okay, good. Um I would go to American Apparel and Urban Outfitters because I thought these are the two places that, like, my demographic, people who would read my blog, these are where they would, they would shop. These are the places they would shop. I would go to – I would put my stickers – I would stick my stickers on the cover of Vice magazine and of the, and the, the LA Weekly so that way, like, it just looked like 
I don't know, like anytime anybody would pick up a Vice magazine, they'd think that my blog was sponsored somehow by Vice or something. And uh, I just did all these things. I had tote bags made and buttons made, and I would just hand them out and, and go to music festivals, hand them out, and get interns to hand them out. The bigger, You know what I mean? So you really have to think from, like, like you're punk rock and you're handing out zines. You know what I mean? Like, like it's mm-hmm. embarrassing, but if you think you have something to say, you'll act accordingly and you'll do some fucked up, cool, like, punk rock, lame, embarrassing shit to, like, get the word out and have some stickers made have you i don't know you know what i mean anyway that's that's a lot about that but that's how i got the word out you know uh so do you think having a website um would be better than having like a blog spot for example oh yeah fucking blog spot is ridiculous if you want a real website go to go to go to wordpress get a wordpress account wait you have a can we talk about your website josh yep like like you you have a blog Wait, I'm sorry. I just picked up the phone. What? Oh my god. Okay, so wait, what is what what is your what's your website? <clears throat> Do I have a website? Yeah, don't you have a blog or a website? Are you on blog? Yeah, but but I'm not a I'm not a website guy. I'm a I'm a songwriter who who has promotional online presence. It's it's uh it's like a step removed from what you're from what you, from what y'all are discussing. That is true. Okay, we'll we'll leave we'll we'll push that aside. I think get a WordPress yeah. account. Well, okay, yeah, and start start an official website so there's no dot blogspot dot com because that shit is is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But Kushmata, thank you for being so sweet and liking my website. Um, ooh, Larry, go six two six. The call dropped. Six two six, call back because we're nearly done with the show. Well, we have thirty five more minutes left. Josh, are you there? Hey, yes, I think um, I think. It might be like time for me to to scoot. No, you have to. We have, we have three more phone calls. You have to take these calls. All right, they all have to be. I I they all have to be in their twenties. They will not. I. Maybe, you know what I mean. I can't. I just don't. I just don't have anything to say to you know. Whoa, the coyotes are going fucking ape shit in my neighborhood. Area code four eight zero. You're on with Josh Tillman. We got him dangling barely by a, by a thread. I hope sh- I hope that you are six. Are you sixty years old? Area code four eight zero. Are you there? Holy shit. Okay. Area code oh. seven. What's going on with your blog right now? I mean, I don't know. Area code seven one four. Hi, Alexi. It's Rooney. It's Rooney. How old are you? Where are you calling from? I know you've called before, but tell me your info again so Josh can get to know you. Um, I'm 17, and I live in L.A. Are you in love with Josh Tillman, a.k.a. Father John Misty? I actually am. I'm a very big Kate Fox's person, and I love um, the new song he put out. Oh, my God. Wait. Hold on. Josh hung up. Josh hung up. Oh, I wanted to tell him how much I loved his like his new project. That's why I called. We're unfair. He has to be through. He can't get... First fan of the night, and he just hangs up. I think my phone dropped. Okay, well, this girl is calling for you. She's a fan. I am a very <clears throat> fan. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm not bad. I'm listening to some coyotes uh, kill something uh, 
outside my house. Yeah, I they heard. Seem to be, they seem to be having a really good time. That sounds gnarly. Uh, no, it's I it, it's pretty gnarly. I'm a really big fan of your new, you know, Father John Nissing. I was a pre, like, I'm a very big Fleet Foxes fan, and I'm very excited to see what you're putting out next. Oh, cool. Oh, well, that's really sweet. I'm glad that you. Uh, I'm glad that you get something out of it. <clears throat> um, oh my God. <laughs> it's <laughs> that is what I talk like. Listen, what what do you want? To, what do you want to tell Josh? Huh? What did you want to tell Josh? I, did you want to ask him anything? Oh, I just told him. I just told him. Yeah. No, I really appreciate that. Thanks for thanks for listening to my. My weird wizard music. I like um, the weird Josh, wizard music. All right, perfect. Know. Here's what, here's what I want to know, Josh. Why did you? And feel free. I'm going to ask you this question. Answer however you want to answer. Feel free to pass. But what made you feel like you had to stop being in Fleet Foxes? Was that a separate thing, or did you? I mean, is there um, any embarrassing was, man wearing my Fleet Foxes shirt right now? I just thought. Oh, it. you are. Those are some I handsome know. T-shirts. It we, is. We just spent like we just spent like half an hour trying to tell this other girl not to wear band T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So. So. Well, okay. So why did I? Well, it really was just as simple as um, I just uh, realized all of a sudden that what I really wanted to be that it could be any band. I just would rather be. Um, you know, doing something that's just a lot more hands-on than just being the drummer in a band, and I wanted to do that with, I wanted to spend my time doing that, you know. So it's like, you know, it's a tough decision. It's like a great band and and everything, but um, I just uh, was kind of fooling myself that I didn't want to be spending all of my time only doing what what I was making, you know. And, uh, yeah, it was it. So is this the opening? Is there still uh, an opening to be the drummer of their band? Because I am practicing every day. Um, yeah, we can set. Yeah, let's loop in. Um, let's loop in management, and we'll get you uh, fly you out for a few auditions, and uh, maybe just take some photos with you and the guys, and just see if it works. You know, to see if it like works. Um, but you're, also, you'll have to get restyled. Uh, but the uh, the stylist will take care of you. Like you'll be fine. Just just wear like a white t-shirt and some jeans or whatever, and we'll we'll get you all sorted out. Are there extra flannels? And are the flannels one size fits all, or? What? Well, those are tailor made, and so you'll you'll get your standard issue. Um, yeah, you'll get your rock drummer uh, like standard issue uniform, and yeah, you'll be you'll be all taken care of. Do you know why my boyfriend and I broke up? Whoa! I, no, I no, I don't. Because we were dating for five months, and he decided that he couldn't handle my blog anymore. Like he didn't, he was embarrassed. He was embarrassed about my website, so I had to break up with him because it was such a fundamental difference. Like I'm not going to change what I do. You know, it's just what I do. And yeah. Then, so I mean, yeah. If you've got a thing, you know. If you have a thing that you just really believe in, kind of anybody else is sort of a mistress, but that's okay. Like, I I kind of think it's, you know, music's been the same thing for me. Like, people just 
they couldn't, they just didn't like how much uh, time that took or just how much energy it kind of takes. And, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but it's not even, he didn't even mind the time it took to do my blog. He, he, he didn't even, he didn't like what I would say on my website. And he also said he didn't even like the fact that I used, like, picture, pictures with Nick. He didn't even like the photos that I chose for my blog post. Like you know, the Terry Richardson the juicy, photos. The juicy naked ones. Yeah, he doesn't like the juicy naked photos that I that I choose for my blog post. So it's not even a but matter. Those are of like, fun. those are so juicy. That's what I'm saying. So it's not even a matter of me taking a lot of time away from him to do what I'm passionate about. He didn't like what I did. Oh, oh. Well, he's what not he's like. Well, you know, nudity's not for everybody. I think but, nudity's okay. pretty great. I think nudity's pretty great too, but this is the guy that when I went to it, it to, can be great. I think it can be great. great. Anything can oh. be great. Anything can be fucking stupid as hell. I know you're dying to stop doing this, but you have 28 more minutes, and you just have to fucking suck it up, act like you're excited to do this, and then be. All right. No. Shut up. I don't need this. I don't need this mid this mid blog post pep talk. Okay. Um. Oh, but I okay, but I got a guitar lesson. I I know I might be the drummer of, of Fleet Foxes now, but like, but I got a guitar lesson and I learned all of these. Uh, you, you'd be so proud of me. I learned E and G and D and A and B seven and B something or other. So I'm wondering, um, do you think you could give me a guitar lesson? Because you've given me Josh has given me drum lessons in the past, like one or whatever. Um, I think you know. I think I think you probably, if you know all those chords, you probably know about as much as uh, I do about the guitar at this point. Well, how do you write your music, though? Do you write? Do you like <laughs> hum melodies, or do you do you write on guitar? Or how do you write your stuff? Um, well, I'm, I place a circle of candles around me, and uh, I draw a dolphin in the middle. Uh, then I put on a ceremonial robe uh, and pull out a traditional uh, samurai blade, which I fall onto um, next to a guitar. And the subsequent sound, I uh, attach some arbitrary lyrics to and then record it onto pure water. You are such an asshole. And that's how it's done, folks. That's that's how you write a hit. This is gonna be a hit. Area code two six seven. Hi. Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? My name's Daphne. I'm sixteen, and I'm from Philly. And you're Alexi, from where? Dude, from I gotta Philly. go. No. Philadelphia. Josh, you have to. I told. I'm ser- I'm serious. I have to. T- I'm serious that I I have this fucking thing. I'm I'm getting juice with somebody in like ten minutes. You know, at the uh, like juice bar that is open all night, and uh, I fucking totally yeah. forgot about it. But this has been super fun, Daphne. You have an incredible evening, and thank you, Alexi, for the best night yeah. of my goddamn life. You are such a monster. I can't believe you. Goodbye, everyone. All right. Bye, Josh. Okay. Yeah, Josh can't take any more teen girl calls. He's very booty, 
and that's totally fucked up and lame of him. But originally we were supposed to do a one-hour show, but we got so many calls, so now we've already gone like you know 35 minutes or 40 minutes into the show or whatever we're doing. Anyway, that's okay. What's going on with you? Okay. Well, um, generally, I think of myself as like okay with guys, and I've been in relationships before, and. I flirted with guys, and everything's been good. But recently, I've had this, like, major, super terrible, awful crush on this one guy. And he's not, like, my usual type, I guess. I think generally I kind of go with the flow and, like, I let a guy kind of make the first move and, like, chase me, and he's not doing that. And, like, he's very, like, chill and um, relaxed and philosophical, maybe even a little too philosophical for me. And, like, I don't know what's going on with this dude because... I feel like we talk all the time, but then nothing's really happening. So, yeah, I wanted advice on someone who's new to, like, having to pursue someone. Um, you want advice as to how to pursue, how to pursue this one particular guy? Yeah. Um, I want to talk about why your voice sounds like it does. Not in a weird way, but, like, it's very high, and I just don't understand why. Um, I'm not, like not sure. Because I did a, a post. I don't know if you read my website, but maybe you do because that's why I'm calling my podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was it's like, the one who answered. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, the baby voice. Have you called me before? Um, No, I haven't. Um, yeah, why do you have baby voice? What happened when you were little? Anything weird? Any any molestation or abuse or anything like that? Not I'm not asking to be mean. I'm just asking because I noticed that's, like, a pattern that I noticed with girls with, like, with baby voice. Um, yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't necessarily want to talk about it right now, but, I mean, okay. Okay. Stuff, but it like for anyone who ever listens to this or like is out there or whatever, like the one thing that I would say about it in general, like if you're going through that now or if you have gone through that or like whatever, or if there's just general craziness in your life, like sometimes things aren't like, as clear as, like, this happened and, like, that was the end of it. Like, sometimes, like, lots of things happen and, like, sometimes, like, something happens but, like, you're not sure if it's really bad at the time because, like, for whatever reason. But, like, that doesn't mean that it's your fault and stuff. So, yeah. 
Oh, my goodness. Um, are you talking to anybody about stuff that has happened to you in the past, or is any kind of abuse happening now? No, not now, definitely not. But, like, it was when I was, like, really young, and, like, it wasn't, like, it's kind of confusing because, like, for various reasons, and, like, the reason that, like, I don't really like talking about it is because it's, like, someone that, like, my family is, like, close to, kind of, but, like, not really, but, like, Did yeah. he ever get in trouble? Did he ever, does, does anybody know that he did stuff to you? No. They don't? Your parents don't know that, that a friend of the family did stuff to you? No. Oh, my God. you know how many other people he could be molesting or abusing? I mean, you're not it's saying not, anything. Go on. Like, the thing is, like, I was young at the time. Like, how old was I? I must have been, like, five or something. And, like, he was, like, older, but, like, in his, like, late teens, and, like, it was, like, really, like, that's why it was, like, kind of confusing, because it, like, it was, like, you know, like, it was, like, two kids, but, like, not, obviously, like, obviously you were, not. You were five years old? Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I I hope you're okay with me putting your original question on the back burner because this is a lot more deep and important to talk about. But uh, and I'm glad Josh is gone because he he, he wouldn't be able to handle this. Um, oh, first of all, um, you know, you're five years old, and I know it's confusing when somebody who's a teenager maybe you look up to and you think that you have a crush on and, and uh, is touching you or doing inappropriate things to you. I get that you think, oh, this is a little bit confusing. But in reality, it's not a confusing situation whatsoever because what he did was he, I mean, he. Yeah, no, he, like I he, he abused understand you and, that. And, um, and not saying anything, and, and I know it's a really scary situation and it's not black and white and it's very uncomfortable and confusing and, and, and uh, difficult, but who knows how many other girls or how many other people he's abusing and how many he's done that, how many people he's abused over the years because he's gotten away with it, you know? Like he needs to, he needs to be, you know, be, somebody needs to find out about this so it doesn't continue, you know what I mean? Like, I understand what you're saying, and, like, in some ways, that's one of the things that I'm less comfortable about about it, because, like, I do certainly consider myself a socially responsible person and a smart person and a generally stable person at this point, but, like... It's just not, like, although I understand that that's a possibility, I don't think that it's probable for various reasons. Um, 
Or how about and, punish, how about convicting him for what he did to you? What did he do to you? Do you know? Do you remember? Not like exactly. And I like that's like I just really like my parents like him and like obviously like although I know that like it was completely his fault and like it was like a hundred percent wrong, like at the same time like he was young and like confused probably and oh no, don't don't like make excuses for him or, or justify what he did. He was older. He knew better. He was doing something wrong. It is cut and dry. It is black and white. He did something wrong that you didn't deserve. You were five years old, and and who is he in your family? To your family, is he a friend of the family or 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 what? Family friend, I guess. He's a family, and I I have no doubt. I know I'm not a doctor, but I have no doubt in my mind. Uh. He's if 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 he did this to you, he's done this to other people, and other people are too afraid to speak. So the cycle of abuse continues, where it's like he's raping girls, or he's touching them inappropriately, or doing weird shit to them, and and then they're too scared to say anything. But that fear is like it's like saying to him, "Oh, it's okay to do this. Like you're letting him get away with this horrible stuff. Why should you have to justify this or rationalize it to yourself or get over this horrible?" Uh, abuse that was inflicted on you, why do you have to get over that on your own and and make it okay for him to continue doing it? And I, let me give you a telephone number just to call. It's an 800 number. It's it's nobody, you know, you don't have to give your name or anything, but these, these are people who are experts and they can talk you through this because this is something that will surface in your life over and over again, like, because this is traumatic what you went through and, and, and I don't want you to just talk to me about it or because I'm not. Can, can you write this down? Do you have a pen and paper? Can you write? Yeah. Write, Okay, it's the number for RAIN. It's the number for RAIN. It's the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, and the telephone number is area code 1-800-656-4673. And, um, and wait, read it back to me just so I know you have it. 1-800-656-4673. Yeah, call them and, and just... And it's so important. I mean, who knows what else he's doing to other people? Would how would you feel if you knew that you're like enabling him to like to to rape people or or abuse or molest other kids? Like you could you could save somebody else from from you could save somebody from that happening to them. That, that's like a, a wonderful thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Are you are you in therapy? No, I'm not. You're not. Like, um, not that I consider that like bad in any way. I have friends who go to therapy. I just um I've never like I'm very very honest with my close friends and a lot of them know like pretty much everything there is to know about this and like there I trust them completely and I just I really like felt the need to talk to someone else and I don't know if I'd feel like a hundred percent comfortable with that. I think that talking to a therapist, if there's a way you can go see a therapist and you can get your parents to send you or go on your own or find a, 
you know, telling your mom you need to talk to somebody, you're 16, you're hormonal, you're going through changes, you really feel like you could benefit from, from seeing a therapist. Do you think they would be into that? They would help you with that? Of course. Yeah. They would? Oh, you never know. I don't know. I mean, uh, oh, my goodness. And how do you think your mom, just, just, just to just yeah, indulge me, like, if you were to tell your mom that this friend of the family that they know and like that touched you inappropriately when you were five years old, how do you think your mom would react, honestly? Um, like, that's just, like, a big question mark in my mind, I guess, because, like, my mom is amazing, and I love her, and, um, like, we talk about almost everything, like, this being, like, the one exception, basically, and, like, she, I think, also may have, like, had some similar thing happen when she was a kid and, like, like she's kind of, like, hinted at it and been, like, if something ever happens to you of this kind, like, you can tell me and, like, blah, blah, blah and et cetera. Well, um, I think, yeah, go on, sorry. But, like, like, she really likes him and, like, from her perspective, like, he is a cool person, I guess. And, like, I don't know, it's just, like, super weird. And But it's, like, not, I don't know, he moved away and, like, is working, I don't even know where, like, um, but, like, I guess in my life, that's not, like, the hugest issue, like, it's something that I think of from time to time, but it's not something that, like, I'm faced with every day, I guess. Okay, well, here's, I want to get to your your question that you originally asked and get to that in a second, but I just think that if you were to sit down with your mom privately and you said to her, Mom, you know, I think I could really benefit from, I'm, I'm, I kind of have a desire to see a therapist, and I've, I've had some stuff I want to talk to with, like, somebody other than you or my friends. Like, um, would, you, would, you, would you mind, like, sending me to a therapist or helping me find a good one and so, I could, so I could try that out? And then if your mom, that would be a really great way to segue into, uh, you know, telling her about the, the, you know, having been inappropriately touched or whatever happened to you, being molested when you were five years old. And she could say, why? Maybe she would say, why do you want to go see a therapist? And you go, well, you know, I never really wanted to tell you this. I feel really uncomfortable saying this, but I love you and we have a really open, wonderful relationship. I know you like this guy a lot, but something I never told you, and I think I've dealt with it okay, um, I'm fine, but this is something I never told you that was so-and-so did this to me when I was like five years old, and I just really need to talk to somebody about it and not, not just you, but just talk to like a therapist and because she's not going to get mad at you. I don't know. I mean, I know there's a question mark because you don't know how she might react, but you're her baby. It's switch, switch places. Pretend you were in her shoes. If, if your daughter came up to you and said, you know, mommy, I love, uh, I love you. This is something that happened to me a long time ago. You would just, all you'd want to do is hug your child and, and burst into tears and say, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I love you. Are you okay? Oh my God! And you would feel so sad that your 
precious daughter, your baby, had to go through anything like that. So she's, I mean, if you already have a great relationship with her, that's how I imagine you telling her this information, how that would go. And I think... Yeah, no, like, you're right. I think you should do that. I I think you should do that. But what? But, like, what? That's, like, it's not... If it was just him, like, I would never have hesitated. But, like, like, it's our family and their family, and it's, like, I really like... Like, I so love the rest of their family. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, though, because he did something that's wrong. He's in the wrong. This guy did something to you, and he could, he is I, 99% sure he was doing, he's doing it to other people, or he has done it to other people. So you would be, like, rescuing other little kids from, or, or like, from from being inappropriately, like, treated, from being molested or raped or whatever, you know? Like, like, you'll be helping other people and yourself, and there'll be a little bit of closure, and it's not like you're holding in the secret because there's so much power to holding the secret inside of you. I just say bring it up to your mom. It doesn't mean you have to fucking alert the media and, and do a Facebook wall post or, or tweet. You know what I mean? Like, talk to your mom privately about this and tell her you want to see a therapist, and both of you can figure out how you address the situation. It's not like she's going to pick up a bullhorn and, you know, alert the media yeah. and call the family. It's not that just tell your mom because holding the secret in, like even if you told your friends or whatever, you need to see a therapist. You should talk about it with your mom and then go from there and figure out what you're going to do. But what was the question you originally called me about? Right. So like generally I'm fairly good or like okay or whatever with talking to guys and flirting and like initiating, not like me initiating, but like, getting into relationships slash hookup slash friends with benefits slash whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but what's the problem? Well, there's this guy that I like now, and, like, I've kind of had, like, a crush on him for a while, and we've been talking, but, like, he's very passive, I guess, and, um, like, I don't really know how to like initiate something okay. with someone. I, I get it. I get it. Here's the problem. You're like fixated on the passive guy when when you should and that's that's the problem in itself. It's something else you can talk to with the therapist that you're mm-hmm. gonna end up soon I hope. Because like that's a thing I have daddy issues. So I know that like I have my own issues with men, but there's something about so I can relate to this. There's something about you know, all the other guys want to, want to date you, want to kiss you, want to flirt with you, blah, blah, blah. It's easy. It's like candy. It's whatever, uh, you know. And then the one guy who's passive, who doesn't give you what you want, you're like, God, why won't he love me? Why is he ignoring me? Why is he being so passive? No, it's not this guy like out. that. Like, he's it's just not- really, like, he's cute and, like, like he's, okay. like, very calm and that's just his personality. Okay, I've got to get a phone because we've been on the phone for like 10 minutes almost, so if you speak quicker, let me know. What, what do you mean he's cute? You're, you just said he's passive, but he's cute. I don't understand. Like, like, like that's, like, his personality is passive. He's not just, like, passive with me. But what's what's the problem? Like, I don't know. He, like, he just, like, doesn't really show that much emotion, and, like, I don't know, like, if I should, like, ask him out on a date or, like, no, do something. My, this is what I'm saying, though. Like, it is what I just said. It's 
you like you be with a guy who asks you on the date. Like be with a guy who asks you on a date, who pursues you, and not not this question mark who doesn't give you what you feel you need. Where you're like, I don't know what I should do. He's kind of passive. He's passive with everybody. Like it's I I don't I don't think you should work extra hard for this person because it's going to be frustrating and upward battle the whole way through. Okay, that's mm-hmm. my advice for that. So um, please talk to your mom. Start seeing a therapist and don't make this difficult for yourself and pursue this guy because it seems like it's going to be exhausting. Area code 480. 480, you're on the air. My God, you've been holding for like 40 minutes. Maybe you fell asleep. 480, are you there? All right, we have four more minutes left of the show. Apparently 480 has fallen asleep. That's totally fine. Um, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. What a crazy night. Um, Josh, I, I tried to make the show longer than he wanted it to be, but I think overall he got fed up with 16-year-old girls calling, but he knew what he was in for, okay? When, you, when, you, when, you, when you're a guest co-host or whatever you want to call it on Boy Crazy Radio, you've got to be ready to talk to 15-year-old girls and 16-year-old girls and whatever. Oh, yeah, the Skype call never went through. Let me just see if this person says hello again. Hello? Are you calling through Gmail or Skype or some server? Because I'm, I'm, it, you're on. Hello? Just say hello if you're holding. Hello? Yeah, that's you. You're on. Wait, really? Yeah, I picked up hour, like an hour ago, but you didn't say anything. Oh, my God, that's so annoying. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm calling through a phone. That's so annoying. Okay, so... Hi, my name's Anna. I'm 17, and I'm from L.A. What is your problem tonight? We have three minutes left of the show, and I okay, want to answer your Okay, three minutes. Questions. Okay, here we go. So, um, my best, this is not some, like, cliche, like, oh, this is really me talking about myself, because this is me talking about my best friend, Jessica, and it's, like, really hard to watch her, and I know she's listening to this now, like, probably dying, but she basically, there's this guy, and he's, like, one of our great friends, and he's led her on in any way, shape, and form. Like, you name it, and he's done it. He's done everything to her except kiss her. And, like, he's even done, like, the whole, like, will you be my girlfriend? She thought it was a joke kind of thing, but, like, he was really being serious. And so it's just, like, really hard for me and her, I know, to sit and watch and just, like, be there and him lead her on in these ways. So I don't know what to do to try to get her over this guy because I know that she needs to get over him, and she knows she needs to too, but she's so stuck on this one guy. And it's not even like she's he's a good guy. He treats her like shit, like he's just done this to her over and over, and she realizes that. But, like, she just doesn't know what to do. Well, how long has this um, delicate dance been going on between her and this horrible guy? It's been going on for, like, like this um, for, like, a year now. For like a year now. Okay, I can relate. I've gone through a thing with guys that is like super painful and back and forth, so many games and waiting for them to call, and it's all fucked up, and you know that, you know, I knew I needed to get over it, but it's so hard, and you just can't, you're staring at your phone, hoping he'll text you or call you or anything or just fucking throw you a bone. It's so frustrating. Um, Here's what she needs to do. First of all, you can't live her life for her. It sucks. I know you're a great friend for for calling. I'm glad, hopefully she is listening to this, but um, (laughs) I would suggest you just have to Stay busy and just, like, fake it till you make it. You have to, like, flirt with other dudes, go on dates, go shopping with your girlfriends, always look cute. Like, make sure you, like, 
you know, shave your legs every day, look cute when you're running your errands, focus on work, really focus on work, throw yourself into other things, flirt with other guys, try to get your ego, your ego fed from other ways, but it, uh, from other people and things, but really also, also it just takes time and just staying busy and then eventually she'll get over it, but it's a time thing. But I hope that helps. We've got a minute left of the show. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by my website, imboycrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Uh, you can always call me and leave a voicemail message if you can't call during the live show, and I'll play it on the show. Cell phone number is 888-666-2045. Um, thank you so much for Josh Tillman uh, being a guest on the show. He's lovely. I love him. He's gorgeous. He's got long hair, and he's 6'2", and he's a babe, and he makes beautiful music. And uh, everybody should download his single, Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings, by Father John Misty. And this is that song. Take a listen. I love you. Go to subpop.com to download it. The song by Father John Misty.
Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for game plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.